Welcome to Picks with the Professor, the show where a real statistics professor gives you sports betting tips. I'm your host, Professor Sides, and I've built a set of mathematical models named Sideline that predict various sports outcomes. You'll learn more about the model during the course of this episode to discover four Major League Baseball games scheduled to be played on Monday, May 29th, 2023. In case you're new here, check the webpage on the banner. It's www.pitchtheprofessor.com slash new for some explanations and community rules. Remember, if you're interested in projections and picks for every single game, sign up on Dub Club. That link is in the show description. That's where you go for the A-plus plays of the day. Under $1 a day will get you there. Also, Jack's at the Discord chat, which is a great place where people are talking about all the bets they like and don't like, why they like them, etc. All sorts of other sporting events. Other things that maybe aren't sporting events, but people are betting on them anyway. It doesn't really matter, right? Uh, remember that sports are unpredictable, so the discussion on this show projects typical games. Let's try to forecast it to a T to be a foolish and impossible goal. We'll take a long-term view in here and don't get distracted, mainly when bullpens just collapse because it happens. It happened twice to us on Sunday. Uh, it's going to happen. It's going to bounce back. We're going to get it in the long run. We've been getting it in the long run. And that's the bottom line is the A-grade plays have been fantastic. The A-plus plays even better. The totals have been great. Um, you know, so we're just going to keep on keeping on. We're being selective with the B grade picks, and I think our selectivity is working in, in our favor. So it's all about the long run. I'm going to talk about one game here that I'm probably going to miss completely, but that's okay. We're not really concerned about what happens in one game. We're concerned about what happens in the totality of games. Going to talk about four here for the rest. Remember, go to Dub Club. Uh, it'll be it, again, I, I keep saying it'll be, it'll be worth your investment. Uh, but again, long-term thinking, in other words, please understand that good and bad range will occur. So as much as I'd like to see, we'll be profitable every single day. That is an impossible reality for any gambler. Uh, and get right to it here for you on this Monday. Got a short and sweet episode, uh, especially if you're off work, maybe spending some time with some families. We're going to try to keep it. Keep it nice and tidy here. Uh, if you're not off work here on Monday, hopefully you can at least catch some of the baseball. Got it all day long, so it should be a great day of sporting events. Uh, culminating at night with uh, you know NBA and, and NHL playoffs, it should be a great holiday for hopefully you and, and, and yours. But before we get to it, some reminders. Please hit that like button if you're on YouTube. Also, if you aren't yet, please consider subscribing, following. It's free. If you turn on notifications, you'll miss any of the college basketball, MLB, or college football content that this channel provides. The way I scale picks, a grid money than plays return four units. That is the risk plus win will equal four. So that way you're proportionally more on favorites and dogs. You'll see that on the screen. B grade plays return three units. C grade plays return two totals or flat bet to win one unit. Let's get to it as always with the scaling with the picks. Take what you like and leave the rest. And get right to it here. 110 p.m. Eastern Rangers minus 165. Is a B-grade pick at the Tigers. It's a little bit of a steep price, but the Rangers are the much better team here. I don't think I'm really breaking news to anybody there. Nathan Evaldi has been fantastic this season. 260 ERA. The advanced metrics, that's pretty spot on. He's not been smoking mirrors. He's been one of the better pitchers in baseball this season. He's flying up my rating projections. And again, if you want to see the projections on every single starting pitcher, you can do that via the link in the show description. It's in the Google Sheet. There's a tab for all the starting pitchers. He's looking really, really good. If you're in the you have to be excited about that signing. Matthew Boyd, again, talked about him before. You know, he, he had a good year, too. Can't remember exactly how long it was. The injuries just really got to him, though. Uh, hasn't looked good this year. 574 ERA, advanced metrics say maybe it should be in the upper fours. I mean, that's not very good. This Rangers offense well above average. 
a little bit left-handed heavy, uh, but not so left-handed heavy that they shouldn't have success against Boyd. They get a little bit of a ding, but it's not a lot of a ding. And so uh, this Rangers offense still should take advantage of a below-average pitcher in Boyd. The Rangers' bullpen leaves a lot to be desired. I've talked about it a lot on the show. It's the real curious thing they did in the offseason not adding another pitcher. Maybe they'll look to add one here uh, as the season moves along and they stay in contention. Uh, but I, I think the Rangers, the better team here, the Tigers bullpen, not that much better than the Rangers bullpen. Their offense way far behind starting pitcher way far behind. Even though it's on the road, I like the Rangers here. And the thing to point out minus minus one sixty five current price B grade, but a lot of our people over on Dub Club, I can guarantee you got an A-grade price in this. Why do I know that? Because it's Sunday night when I'm recording, and I've locked picks a little bit later than usual tonight. And before I could click the wager button, it jumped from about $0.10 cents from like minus 155, and that would have been an A-grade model says uh, minus uh, 157 is A-grade price, and it was in that mid-minus 150s for most of the day. So if you were with us on Dub Club, you saw the projections. You got a much better price on this. Didn't have to pay quite the premium I'm praying paying for it i still think it's worth the investment at this price i'm just scaling back a little bit because the value is not quite there we all have limited bankroll and it's and it's less about maybe the bankroll today as much as it is just saying uh you, you know i'm thinking long term here and i just don't want to get overextended on any one game because that's gonna have ramifications down the road i want to make sure we've got more money on the better value picks and if you're getting at minus 165 just a little bit less value than at the minus 155 that I know that our dub clubbers got. So again, link in the show description to sign up there under a dollar a day. You're going to save dimes left and right. And that's my goal here is to help you get better prices and be a, a better and smarter uh, sports sports better. Just so like the Rangers here, still playing with this price total. I'm not touching. Model says 8.2. I'm seeing eight and a half. Should be a nice day around 80 degrees for most of it. Wind will be blowing mostly across. No rain in the forecast. It should be a great day. I think uh, if it gets to nine, I'd be going under. But uh, at the eight and a half, I don't think I can pull the trigger. It's where I would lean would be the under. But it's not worth the investment. It'll be a little bit warmer of a day in Detroit. Still, still a large park. Its its dimensions are better. Uh, still a large park though, and so. Uh, you know, warm day, large part kind of balances out. It, eight and a half is not a good enough number for me to jump in, but I still like the Rangers. And hopefully, you got a better price early in the day on this than I am getting here on Sunday at night. Good afternoon, tilt for you here, 5:05 p.m. Eastern. Pirates at the Giants. Going to take the Giants minus one for you. Another B grade pick. Model says it should be Giants minus one fifty three. To get to an A grade, it's minus 138. So we're almost there on the A grade. This is a B plus pick. I really like backing Anthony DiScalfani against Rich Hill here. I think he's the much better pitcher. DiScalfani's ERA of 343 seems pretty reasonable when you look under the hood. Hill's ERA of 427 seems about right when you look under his hood. Both these guys, you know, a lot of times talk about ERA can be deceptive, high and low. And so we have to really see is that number because it's a number you see. Right. When when you see the bottom line and the ticker and the stat, you see the ERA. Right. It, it, but the ERA is not the most predicting. But in this case, I, I think it's pretty good for both these pitchers. And, and Disclafani is about a run per nine better. He's a much better pitcher here. Giants bullpen, maybe a little bit better than the Pirates. Uh, both bullpens are solid. Really no complaints there. It's just the Pirates offense still dinged up. So I like this Giants offense better at home. Minus 140 is a pretty good price here. So B grade pick B plus almost to an A. If you can get anything in the minus 130s, that basically is an A grade pick according to the model. 
going to be a normal day in San Francisco, upper 50s. Wind will be blowing out relatively strong, but in that park, and again, it's a great reminder for those who might be new, the wind in that park does not really matter the way they've built it. It swirls around and does weird things. You can have strong winds in left field and nothing in right. It's very weird. Um, you can have winds blowing in in left field and out and right or across and one or the other. You just never really know how it swirls around in that ballpark being right on the bay there. So unless you're there at the game, you won't really know what the wind's doing. As opposed to most parks, we kind of have an idea of where the wind's going to be. And this one, you don't. So I basically mute out the wind effect uh, at that park and really just focus on the temperature. Uh, daytime game there, ball flies a little bit better. Uh, I'm not touching the total. Models is 8.2. Uh, actual totals eight and a half. It's another situation just like that Rangers game where if it was nine, I'd be going uh, under. Otherwise, though, I'm I'm a little bit nervous on this going under eight and a half because again with the ball carrying there, I just think there's enough value to invest in this moment. But Giants minus one forty, even though it only gets a B grade, as I mentioned, being selective on the B grades, this is one that I definitely think is worth the investment. Eight ten p.m. Angels at the White Sox. Got a B-grade pick on the Angels if you're playing the side. I'm not investing in it, though. If you see there on the screen, you'll notice it says Angels B-grade, but it doesn't have a risk amount next to it. That's because uh, I'm not investing in them. They let us down a couple times here this weekend. Uh, it, it's not necessarily because of that as much as it is. The Angels just aren't that good. And I think this weekend, these last two games, is just kind of a representation of that. Their offense is definitely above average, but I'm not sure how much better it is than the White Sox. Their bullpen is definitely a lot worse. Um, Griffin Canning, I guess, is better than Kopech, but like, bleh on both of these starting pitchers. Plus 120 is a B grade according to the model, but it needs to get to plus 130 for an A grade, and that's really my threshold. I'm going to hold that. I'm not going to play this B grade like I played the previous two unless it gets to A grade territory. So if we can get plus 130 or better on the Angels, that's where I'm in. At this point, though, I just don't want to back them unless it's super value because I'm just not sure how good this team is. And we know that Griffin Canning isn't that good. Nine, uh, 495 ERA, underlying metrics say that's about spot on. Michael Kopech for the White Sox has looked good the last two times out. ERA dropping in the low fours, but the underlying metric still suggests ERA for the season should be more in the mid fives. I'm not convinced it's nothing but smoke and mirrors these last couple of starts and against an above average offense like the Angels. I think they can hit them around a little bit. That's why my official pick of this was the over eight and a half. I think this should be at least nine, nine and a half potentially. Model says 9.7. It's a night game, but we are going to start off over 70 degrees. We are going to cool off into the 60s. No real wind. It'll be very slight. You're just talking about a park that, you know, when it's cold, you know, plays small, but otherwise isn't really going to play that small. Um, two bad pitchers, bad bullpen for the Angels. I just think somebody's going to get a lot of runs. I just don't really know who. And that's kind of the reason why I'm holding off until we get to plus 130 in the Angels, because I don't know what's going to happen in this game. And so, I like my coin toss games with plus odds, but I need big enough plus odds to back a team that I know has no bullpen. So if you were going to back the Angels, maybe you take them first five, I guess. You're really fading Kopech at that point, which is okay to do, but I'm already fading him by taking the over. So I just don't really think it's worth the investment unless you get great value. That's my personal take on this one. Uh, model says it should be White Sox. Minus 118 to win 54% of the time. So not quite coin toss, definitely leaning towards the White Sox, mainly on the fact that their bullpen is much better. The model kind of looks at this and says neither starting pitcher is going to go deep. And so once that is done, the White Sox bullpen edge should give them the edge in this one. But we've seen the White Sox blow two games for us here over the Saturday and Sunday, two games that we were on them. So I don't know, maybe their bullpen isn't that good after all. Again, 
don't know what's going to happen on the side and you can see where this is going kind of help with the underlying things what i'm saying is just there's a lot of uncertainty with these pitchers and somebody somewhere multiple somebody somewhere on either side is should be giving up a lot of runs and so again i really think this is mispriced i like the over eight and a half a lot i think it should be at least nine i'd still go over nine having that push protection i think it should be nine and a half and at that point that would be a pass for me if you happen to see that number if so this number's been steamed a lot you're gonna wrap up here at that eight o'clock spot Playing the A's, baby. Plus 204 is an A grade. Now, listen, we talked last week about how we're on the fade Oakland train, faded them all weekend, left and right, faded them all week before that, left and right. I think the numbers caught up now. Um, people are really starting to realize how bad this team is. And I don't think the numbers caught up completely. As I think we're certainly fading Oakland a ton this year. Um, I don't think they just like flipped the switch from Sunday where we had an A grade play on the Astros and they won like 10 to one to Monday. I, I don't think it's just like, oh, well, now we realize the A's are terrible, right? They've been terrible. So I, I don't think it's that as much as it is. I think this is a decent spot to back the A's in that you've got two pitchers making uh, their first starts of the season here. Mike Soroka for the Braves, Paul Blackburn for the A's and Blackburn, I think is the better pitcher. He gets an above average rating from the model. He was pretty decent last year. Um, I think the bottom line is he's good enough to keep Oakland around and give him a chance, especially considering the travel spot, right? We talk about the curse of Sunday night baseball and obviously curse isn't the right word, but it's kind of fun to use it. The fact that the Braves are playing here on Sunday night, it's a long game with all the runs they're scoring, having to fly across the country here on a game that Oakland's rested up for. I mean, that matters. I'm not sure if the A's win this game. And it goes back to what we're always saying. We're thinking about the long term here. This is more about if we get this same situation 30 times over the course of the season where we can get a massive dog on a Monday night playing a team who flew across the country playing Sunday night, even if that team hosting them at plus odds is garbage, if they're throwing a decent pitcher, they're going to win enough of them to make this pick valuable. Obviously, this game's only happening one time. We're only making one investment. So it's either going to win or lose. And I'm either going to look smart or stupid. But it's more about the long term. These are the types of plus odds plays that we want to go with. We've been making a lot of favorites this year. It's kind of surprised me. It's a little bit of a turn from last year. But that seems to be where there's been value picking the favorites that are undervalued. And that's obviously a little bit more comfortable for a lot of people. But a lot of times betting underdogs is a smart play. We don't want to just blindly back big favorites and i can't back mike soroka at a price like minus 230 against a pitcher like paul blackburn on the road again in this travel spot otherwise obviously the braves bullpen is probably the best in baseball the a's bullpen is maybe the worst ever Hayes offense isn't actually bad but it's not good and the braves offense is obviously very good so i mean the braves are a really good team and they should be favored i just think plus 204 is pretty good value it's an a great bet we're not risking that much just barely over one unit on it and it'll be a heck of a payout if it hits but the model says it should be braves minus 176 that they win this about 64 percent of the time so i'm understanding we're only going to win this about 36 percent of the time but the payout on the 36 percent of the time that we win this is really worth it and is a great investment so anything as long as it's basically starting with a two is an a grade plus 196 is what the model says so upper 100s you can play this on the run line if you want 
I, I tend to not have a lot of success on run line personally. If you understand and read that market very well, then maybe run line is where you look on this. You probably are still getting plus odds uh, on the run line. And so maybe that's a better angle, uh, something to consider. Maybe you split your wager between the two of it. I just don't do well with it personally. I just haven't had a lot of luck with it. So I'm sticking to money line. I'm going to hope they can pull out the win. Over the course of the summer, I will be building up a run line model. And so hopefully then I'll be able to have a little bit more insight. It's just I'm not there today. In a month, you know, we'll hopefully be able to talk a little bit more about the run line. I'm just kind of saying, hey, if that's something you like, look into it, maybe split your wager. But I think Oakland's a value play here. A minimum, if nothing else, I'm talking about this game to say, just don't back the Braves. It's not worth the investment. The risk is not worth the reward. And that holds true on the money line. It holds true in the first five. It holds true on the run line. It holds true if you put it in a parlay. If you put it in a parlay, even though it's big odds, yes, the Braves are more likely to win than lose. But the problem is you're adding more risk than the payout. The payout you're getting is very, very minimal for the fact that given the travel spot, again, the Braves could lose this game. The A's are probably going to win more than 30 games this season. I know they're only on pace to win 30, but we all kind of think they're going to at least get to like 45, right? You know, and so where are those wins going to come from? It's going to be spots like this. It's not going to be the when Caprellian's pitching. It's not going to be when Waldachuk's pitching. You know, it's not going to be when whatever, you know, Rusinski's pitching, right? They're going to win a lot of those games. It's going to be, you know, JP Sears has been decent. It's going to be Blackburn. It's going to be these guys who, you know, it's might be, it might be uh, Medina if he comes back, right? It's going to be those guys who are going to get more of the wins and it's going to be more in these really wonky travel spots where they just catch an opponent at a tough time. So who knows if they win this plus two or four though, is a really good value play. Hopefully I've set that up and explained it really well. Again, I, well aware the A's are only going to win this about 36% of the time, but a plus 204, that's a play we have to make all the time. And in the long run, it's going to pay off for us. Total, not touching it. Models is 8.7. Actual totals 8.5. It should be around 60 degrees for most of this game. Wind blowing out there, but it usually does. So it's mostly built into the park factor. And the park still plays uh, pretty pitcher friendly because it's pretty large. And of course, all that foul territory there. So I think the total of eight and a half is pretty spot on. Even at nine, I don't think I'd be touching it. You never really know what's going to happen in Oakland games with how bad their bullpit is. So it's just not really worth an investment in this case because if things go south for them, if Blackburn gets re injured or has a short start or something in that bullpen, gets too involved Braves could score a lot of runs late so it's just not worth it but I think taking a chance on Oakland whether it's first five run line money line something like that is the smart play just got to think about how you want to scale it and what market you are most comfortable with that's all I've got for you here. Thanks for shooting this episode of Picture with the Professor. Don't forget to subscribe so you can control sports betting content for on this channel. Drop right into your feed. We'll be back again tomorrow with more baseball betting content. Until then as always best of luck and remember you can eat your betting money but please don't bet you're eating money.